Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season finale of the first season of the Parkmanship Podcast. My name is Ryan, and with me is Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing? Pretty okay. Um, you know, it's, it's been a it's been a week. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's hop right into our stories of the week. Um, I'm going to lead off here. Uh, National Park Service released their uh, their numbers this week for uh, visitors. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to find the uh, the numbers here. I got to scroll down a little bit on the park park website. There was. I think that's 300 million recreation visits. Yep. 297,115,406. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Three parks had more than 10 million recreation visits, which is Blue Ridge Parkway, Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and Golden Gate Recreation Area. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, Blue Ridge and Great Smoky Mountains connect almost. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, if they don't connect directly, pretty, they get pretty close, really close. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not surprised about the Golden Gate National Recreation Area because that's a big part of San Francisco. Um, it includes. Uh, I don't know if it includes Alcatraz. It does. That's it does, the, right? The unit of the Golden Which Gate. Is, yeah. So it's like, um, what's the recreational area in Long Island that we went to? Uh, the one in Queens? Is it Queens? Yeah. Gateways in Queens. That was actually number four. Yeah. Because it's it's just a park in a major city. Yeah, just uh, missed out on 10 million. It was yeah. 9 million. Yep. Um, the one that uh, surprised me to be on the lower end of the list is the Lincoln Memorial at number eight. Yeah, that's uh, it makes sense. But the thing that surprised me is that the Lincoln Memorial is at eight with almost six million visitors. Yeah. And then you go down to 19 and that's where you find the World War Two Memorial, which is literally right next to the Lincoln Memorial. And that only had three million seven hundred twenty seven thousand. That's a huge uh, contrast. And a lot of the Washington, D.C. was there one, two. Is it just the three on here for Washington, D.C.? World War yeah. II? The Vietnam there. veterans. Yeah, that's surprising. Huh. Yeah, I have, the, I have the like top 100 here. I clicked a further link than you. Okay. And I can't even find the Washington. Korean War Veterans Memorial is at 29. The FDR is at 41. Thomas Jefferson is at 43. I still can't see Washington. They're all connected too, which is yeah. really, really goofy because they're literally in walking distance of each other. Yeah, and like, if you, I don't know why you would you would skip the tidal basin. That's one of the best walks. Oh, it's beautiful out there. Yeah. Well, that's that's my story for the week. I was just looking at the numbers here. Uh, that could be found on mps.gov. Yeah, it's one of their big uh, stories. Yeah, these past few days. Uh, my story of the week is talking about some uh, Senate news. I think I may have done a news story about the Amache National Historic Site in the past. Do you remember if I did or not? I have no idea. This week's been a <laughs> a uh, cluster of uh, a whirlwind of uh, things happening. So it's been 
I don't remember off the top of my head this week, to be honest with you. Fair enough. Well, Amachi <laughs> Natural Historic Site is a proposed a new addition to the national park. It's a place commemorating an uh, internment camp for Japanese Americans during World War II in Colorado. And this has been trying to get passed in Congress for the past, like, six months or so. And it's getting really close now to the point that the House passed it uh, back in the fall. And now the Senate has also passed it as well. Uh, And this happened a couple days ago, which means we're almost there. But the Senate bill is slightly different from the House bill. So now it has to go back to the House. Um, But luckily, uh, the House passed it in not the fall. It actually said July here on a 416 to two vote. So it's only a matter of time. Just now it has to pass the house and then president Biden, Biden has to sign it. And then we'll have a new national park site. I, uh, I learned about that ironically through drunk history. Uh, it's not on TV anymore. It's, I think it was on Hulu. It was on comedy central and they did a whole, uh, they did someone, uh, reenacted the story. Uh, and it's a pretty good piece. If you look it up on YouTube, um, it goes into detail of like, the results after I forget the guy who fought f- fought for against it, I think was awarded a, a medal from the president, but I'm not sure which one or which president. I know it was recently. A lot, a lot of these people end up serving in the armed forces at one point. So yeah. Um, they definitely did a lot for the country. Yeah. Um, moving on a uh, little different this week. Um, we're we're talking about international trips, right? Yeah, our first, our our one and only, I think, uh, trip to a foreign national park. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, our plan in twenty twenty was to go uh, to England. I think it was England, and we talked about Germany and going, you know, hiking in Bavaria, stuff like that. But this week we are we're talking about Ireland and its national park. Ryan, where'd we go? We went to Killarney National Park in County Kerry, down. Kind of close to the coast. Yeah, we drove from Dublin. Um, I do recommend uh, exploring Dublin a little bit. Go off on a side tangent. I know it's not really part of the national or part of the Ireland National Parks uh, system or anything like that. But well, w- Wicklow Mountains is kind of it's not in Dublin, but it's near Dublin. That's one of their. Yeah, I think they have six national parks. Yeah, I think so. That sounds about right. Because I think the cliffs are more, right? No, it's not a national park. Is it a heritage site? No, I don't think it is. Huh. It's, it's, they only have the two in the Republic of Ireland. It's the, uh, the, the Luke Skywalker Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about going there, but it was and expensive. I, for, I forget the other ones. It's a, it's a Gaelic name. It's like a ancestral burial ground. Yeah, driving in Ireland was an experience. Driving to County Kerry, mostly because all the road signs were in Gaelic first and then English. Also, the wrong side of the road, and I just kind of winged it as soon as we got off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dublin was very nice. Yeah, we went. So we went on this trip uh, in April of 2018. So getting towards four years now. And uh, the, the plan for this trip was I wanted to go because my grandfather recently passed and he was from Ireland. And like all my the rest of my family has gone to to the homeland, so to speak. So I, I decided I had to go myself. 
Yeah, as per usual, I uh, I ended up going. Yeah, you were invited <laughs> along. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. if you want to go into a little bit of detail about the where we went. Yeah. So Killarney National Park protects the mountains and lakes of the that are located southwest of the town of Killarney, which is this uh, nice town in County Kerry. Um, Ireland's tallest mountains are located nearby. They're not exactly in the park, but you can definitely see them from the park. Um, there's a lot of lakes and it's one of the only places you can see red deer in Ireland uh, other than Phoenix Park, which we went to in Dublin. Correct. We did not yeah. see any red deer in either place, though. No, we did not. Very sad. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we stayed nearby in County Cork. Right. Yeah, we saved my great uncle, and he made me a really good breakfast uh, right before we hit the road from yeah uh, Cork to was... Killarney National Park. Uh, unlike most of our trips, it was just me driving because uh, it was you know the well I'll say it the wrong side of the road, but you know there's arguments. Yeah, scary. Yeah. I mean, you were my, my co-driver telling me to make sure I wasn't, you know, crossing into any lanes and make sure I wasn't taking any, any right time because you definitely can't do that. Um, but it was interesting. Um, how long was the drive? Was, was it the three-hour drive? I feel like it was it was over an hour, but I, I don't think it was two hours. Maybe it was, I'm thinking, the way back from there to Dublin. Yeah, that, that was over three hours. Yeah. It was like three, maybe three and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to describe Ireland, it's kind of like a donut. Everything, all the, it's kind of just all the major roads are on the outside, and it's kind of barren in the middle. It's mostly fields and you know, farms. Yeah, the the green landscape definitely lives up the height to the hype. Like the fields are just so green there. Yeah, I remember distinctly driving back. We saw some farms, and you could definitely pick out the green. I mean, a good one. Uh, a good green I saw while we were in the park was at Muckrow's house, which we'll talk about later. Um, but we parked, I think, was it free to get in? It was free to get in. We didn't, yeah. we didn't pay any entrance fee. Yeah, we parked near the visitor center. Yeah, there was just some big uh, field. To park. Yeah. Yep. And then from there, we got out and we passed Muckrow's house and we hiked towards uh, uh, Torque Waterfall. Yeah, so Muckrow's house is like pretty much uh, dead center once you, once you park, and it's uh, right between uh, Low Lean and Muckrose Lake. So there's a, a lot of great water filled views in the area. Lots and, of green. And, oh yeah, and then there's a pretty busy trail that goes straight to Torque Waterfall, which is one of the most popular waterfalls in Ireland. Uh, I thought I thought the trail was really well maintained. And it looks like they do maintenance maintenance there pretty regularly on that trail, at least not so much other places like the uh, the entrance sign that we took pictures with was like kind of uh, in bad shape. Yeah, um, that's the one thing I noticed from our park system to theirs was uh, the signs aren't as flashy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the waterfall was really cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot much bigger ones in America. They're a lot less crowded and they're they're much more prevalent. Yeah. Like I know of like 
five, you know, great waterfalls that you can get to within like a 90 minute drive from my house. Yep. Um, it was a cool experience nonetheless. Yeah. Um, we did that. Then we walked around Muckrush house. We didn't do a tour. I don't remember no. the, remember the reason. I forget too. It might've been like, I just didn't want to do it. I think it was cost like 20 or 30 euros. I feel like that was a lot. Maybe I, I forget, but that that would be yeah, or the yeah or the tour started at only a certain times. There's some sort of factor there that kind of you know that didn't want us to you know didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. the but house the, is beautiful though. It is. It uh, like I think like Downton Abbey was may have just ended, and it like looked kind of like that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, very regal, very big. Um, yep. It's not a castle. It's, I'll make that clear. It's a. It's like a. It was a a lord's house, I think. Lord or. I don't know the title, but you know. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, there were. I don't think there were many like info signs, like we have at our parks. No, yeah, the National Park Service uh, sites definitely have way more uh, waysides yeah. and the uh, info. Yeah. Stations. It felt more like a recreational area because, like, a lot of people were there for hanging out with friends or family or, like, you know, throwing a frisbee. I don't know if they were frisbees or they were playing something. Um, but it's just a big open field when you get out of the car. And then there's the gift shop towards the – I feel like we parked in, like, that lot and we walked left towards the gift shop. Well, it was in the, it was in the Muckrose House, uh, like, it, campus. Yeah, but it wasn't in Muckrose House. It was, like, a – building it off a, to the side it was, it was attached to it pretty much though yeah it was nice yeah did uh, you get anything there i forget i got a that ireland shirt uh the oh. soccer looking one. Oh, the uh was Not, the uh gaelic football or rugby i think it's the rugby one gotcha yeah um but a lot of the the chotskis and knickknacks were uh just said ireland on them uh not a lot of stuff directed towards the Muckrose house. Yeah. So that was a little difference as well. Uh, yeah. And then we had, where did we go for, did we go two days in a row? Like we, we, went, we went two days. That that pretty much concluded our first day in the park. So at that point we went to the hotel, which was pretty much right across the street from, from the park. And yeah. uh, we had, we had lunch there. Oh, yeah. I remember, well, going back, I feel like we got back that night and we asked for food at the bar and we got looked at weird. Was it there? I think it was. It was either the hotel. I think it was the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I spent a week. We spent a week in Ireland. I did not <laughs> get the bar etiquette by the end of it. <laughs> no. I remember asking for food and they handed me a bag of potato chips and I was very confused. Oh, I remember that was the first day. I remember that. <laughs> it was what? Sour cream and onion or something yeah the good stuff yeah that's stuff you would like but the good stuff also uh there was there was something else that was really goofy i think it happened in downtown cork we went to eat and we couldn't we were like the bill doesn't have a tip thing and we got very confused no we knew that going in that that wasn't going to be the case something happened and i don't remember it was at that hotel 
Was it I, the vending machine? We I spent like fifteen euros on chocolate. I remember <laughs> at that hotel. I I kind of know what you're talking about, but I remember it being the case where we we still had no idea how the bar etiquette was, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay, I guess we'll sit down. Now what do we do? <laughs> Oh so yeah, it was it was like kind of a depressing feeling that we just spent a week in Ireland. And we still don't know how to get a beer and a. Well, we're, we're gonna try and go back next year, so we'll figure it out that time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we went to uh, our our hotel that night was Killarney Oaks Hotel, and they did have a nice bar inside that hotel, and that's where we had lunch. Yep. And I had a really good tuna melt sandwich, and a Murphy's stout. And in Ireland, I feel like there's three big stout brands. It's Murphy's, Guinness, and I forget the last one. Beamish, which is more of like a Cork County uh, specific I feel stout. like your uncles gave me that, and it was okay. Maybe, I don't remember. I tried to go, I, your uncles, the when we were in Cork, tried to, like, we went out with them, and that was an experience within itself. That was fun. I, mean, I couldn't keep up with them, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I would rank it as, as Guinness is obviously number one. It's the classic. Th- then I really like the Beamish. It, it was yeah. uh, definitely the most unique. Like it still tastes like Guinness. It has that very European stout taste. And then like last of the three would be Murphy's, which is just uh, more, I guess, the blandest of the three, but. Still a good European style stout. I I really enjoy all of them, but that'd be my rankings of of the three main stouts that we came across on our journey to Ireland. Yeah, that was a really fun trip. Like yeah. the the food wise, um, I yeah. Had, what'd you get at the hotel? I got hand cut uh, what chips. So uh, would that be uh, fry review of the week time, Andrew? It, it would. Uh, I do remember them because they were all, everything was hand cut there. Um, they were really good. I, I, I probably give them a 3.5 out of five because nothing lives up to that chipper. We went to the first night we were in Dublin, the chipper. Yeah. Yeah. We went yeah. to a, uh, a classic European chipper, uh, the first night we got to Dublin and it was really, really good. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to beat that. Yeah. That was my favorite fish and chips I've ever had. Yeah. That's like the best chip chips i've ever had like hands down because we walked from our it was our hotel but it, we had like a two-bedroom apartment we, we rented like for the night an apartment and it was probably like a 15 minute walk yeah from the apartment yep it was uh it was good um definitely would have spent more time in dublin but that's getting back onto the front review of the week yeah three out of five nice um the stay was very nice there uh ryan do you remember what what was with the tv there i forget what happened with the tv there what happened with the tv there everything was in gaelic remember oh yeah they did have some gaelic channels <laughs> yeah. not all of them but we were fast most <laughs> yeah because we were trying to watch it was like a horse program we had no idea what was going on and then we flipped to like an a rugby thing but we also had no idea what gaelic was going football. on gaelic yeah football. Yep. So, yeah, I thought the hotel was nice and homely. And then, yeah, we mostly stayed in that night and watched TV, checked out all the Irish channels, the Gaelic channels. Yeah. Um, do you remember what we did for dinner that day? Because I forget. 
Didn't we just eat the vending machine? No, no, that was the the last hotel in Dublin. I don't remember. I forget. Remember breakfast? We had a really good breakfast there. Yeah, they had for like the like the usual like hotel breakfast that you get at most hotels here. They had like an actual true Irish breakfast that came with the with the yeah. co- the uh, hotel. So that was way better than what you get in in America. Oh yeah, I mean in our past trip, uh, past couple trips, the hotel breakfast has been awful. I guess it's the best word to put it in some of our. Well, I mean, in the, the Hot Springs Hotel, I actually like the like the breakfast. I mean, once you, if you compare it to the pancake shop, obviously it's nowhere near what yeah. we got. There. Yeah, but, but it was it was all pre made stuff, and this was all I felt like more fresh. Oh yeah, this was this was yeah real yeah real high f- quality food. Yeah. Um, and then we we talked about touring Muck Rose. We walked at the perimeter, right? No, now and this is when we went to oh, uh, across Abbey. The Abbey, yeah. The, this was really cool. Yeah, we have some great photos from there that we'll definitely have to post because it was really uh architecturally interesting and the Abbey like kind of or the woods have like grown into the Abbey now. So it's just really visually stunning. It uh there was a path we walked. I don't know if it was behind or towards it. Uh, that was like all the trees bent over the path, so it was kind of like um, fairy tale, like almost. I would say like Fangorn Forest. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. That is a perfect way to describe it. That was also the morning we got pictures with the rainbow. Yeah. So the the weather that day was uh, like really cloudy, drizzly, which was kind of like most of our stay there. Yeah, but then uh, we just looked out over one of the lakes, and there was two rainbows just showing up. Yep. Uh, classic Irish experience on our first vacation to Ireland. Yeah, many more to come. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was typical weather from what I understood. A little overcast. Yeah, it was uh, very cliched Irish weather that we got yeah. there. Yeah. Um. Let's uh, let's talk the differences. Uh, I know I've mentioned a couple, but differences between the Irish National Park System and the American National Park System. Uh, big takeaway, Ryan? Uh, no entry fee. I, I think we've done a good job so far of explaining the differences. It's it's definitely less commercial than the ones in America. Mm-hmm. But like as as you said, like. The, the gift shop was very like just Irish centric. Whereas if you go to a park here, the gift shop is more park centric. Um, there no rangers at all. There was no, no guides or anything just hanging out. Um, uh, there was a lot less uh, scientific uh, like wildlife stuff to do. No hiking maps. I don't think. There, there, there was one point where we walked uh, across a sign that showed all the hiking areas. Yeah, but there wasn't like, um, I don't think you picked up a brochure. No, there was no, no brochure. Yeah. Um, it, it was mainly about the scenery. There wasn't any like yeah. any other stuff. There wasn't, you know. It's very local centric. Yeah. I think yeah. we we're very, um, I think we stood out. Did we? Uh, 
I don't know. I feel like there wasn't a lot of uh, foreign visitors to the park when we were there. I didn't spot anyone like, you know, with an American accent. I distinctively remember. But I mean, the area was beautiful. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Ryan, what would you have done differently? I know what I would have done differently, but I'll let you go first. Uh, Definitely more hiking. Um, like yeah. I, I hiked to the Tarp Waterfall was only mile mile or two at most. Yeah, and uh, what what's the what's the tallest mountain there? Uh, Tool uh, is the which... tallest mountain in Ireland, which is like right next door to the national park. I would have definitely hiked uh-huh. that if I could. Yeah, uh, I would have spent more time. Uh, I wanted to tour the Muckrose House in hindsight. I also would have um. Also would have liked to hike more, uh, but I would have also spent more time in Ireland. I would have liked to hit another park. Uh, oh, definitely. But, yeah. That's my mountains. Yeah. Uh, the, what's the actual name of the aisle that Rise of Skywalker was fam- filmed on? Uh, I forget. I know we couldn't go to it because it was the off season and the waters were really rough. Yep. Or, or something with the puffins. No, was, they they weren't. Yeah, they weren't running um, cruises. Tours. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, favorite part, Ryan? Definitely the seeing the rainbow and just admiring that view uh, near Muckross Abbey. Yeah, I think the Abbey was the coolest part because it was like it was uh, a structure, you know, kind of uh, being eaten away by time, but we got to explore it. Yeah, it was. Uh, really- yeah um what was your uh favorite part about the trip in total all of our that night in cork which one the one where we went out to the bar which which one we did that two nights it was the after the soccer game or the football game sorry all right that was actually really good but i think i would go with the the pub trip the night before we went to my family's local pub oh yeah yeah that was and hanging out there for the evening, but that's, that's more of like a, like family reason. So I get like that night, the second night was way more fun. Yeah. I I just found the first night more memorable. I feel like we ended up at a McDonald's, but I can't remember. No, no. I know. I know the second night we got kicked out. We were there for so long. Yeah. I don't remember most of that night. And that's, that's like the one. I can't remember most things. Ooh, you blacked out? Well, I remember getting, uh, like, every time I turn around, there'd be another cider or Guinness. And I, you know, not being rude, I would, you know, drink it. I yeah, we, we got to do that one more time. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can do that again. That hurt. Because <laughs> I drove that next morning for, what, an hour and a half. Yeah, it's because you didn't eat breakfast. You got to eat breakfast. Yeah, it's when you have a night like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ryan, on the topic of foreign national parks, uh, what are your top three you want to visit? So, yeah, our top three this week is the uh, top three foreign national parks that we most want to visit. So my number three is uh, Cairngorms National Park in Scotland. And I just want to see the Scottish Highlands. And this seems like a very 
classical European national park where it's not far from civilization, but there's still a lot of activities to do. So Mm -hmm. number three for me, number two is Mount aspiring national park in New Zealand. This is where a lot of the Lord of the Rings were shot, such as uh, the river Anduin scenes. And I think maybe Edoras. I'm not so sure. I'm pretty sure Edoras was shot there, but I I can't. But yeah, I just want to experience, uh, you know, some of the great locations that are in the greatest film trilogy of all time. And then number one for me is Torres del Paine National Park in Chile. And I really want to go to the Patagonia region. Uh, The Torres del Paine region just has some amazing geological formations. And there's also a very interesting set of wildlife like mountain lions and some of the like deer like species there. So that's my number one. Okay. Um, I have a couple. Um, One is Fuji. Izu National Park in Japan. It's the land around. Uh, it's in the Kanto region, I believe, of Japan, where it's like it's where you get those famous shots of like Mount Fuji in the background. Uh, it's the, like the lowlands around there. Uh, right. I can I don't know how to say it. it's the you know it's the mountains that they shot Avatar, the James Cameron movie in. Yeah. But I can't pronounce the name of the national park. You should attempt it. I'm not going to. So we're going to leave it at there. And Where, then, which, which country? China. Okay. Another Chinese one is, uh, it's called the Land of Fairytale. It's like a hidden valley in the Sichuan province. It's also a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, it, uh, it's 108 lakes, three famous waterfalls. And I believe, I believe it's... Um, an ant it's a wildlife sanctuary as well uh so uh it's very pretty um and just traditional you know traditional scenery uh but most of my parks are in the far east because that's where i really want to travel once you know the world is uh not fearing covid or you know on the Others, yeah, world, <laughs> another war, uh, but yeah, yeah. So that is uh, that was our first season of the Parkmanship podcast. Uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna jump in here. Uh, the Upper World, Upper Delaware River Gap um, episode might be delayed a little bit. Uh, I had a injury. Uh, I don't know when. I'll be able to go hiking again. I know it's not going to be for another six weeks. Yeah. So hopefully like <laughs> late spring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back for that. And then uh, season two. And then we'll do the special episode for national park week, probably do an interview. Yeah. Uh, we got to figure out our guests, but we will definitely try and get someone to come talk about the parks. And then, uh, in the meantime, you can check us out on our website, parkmanship.com. Yep. Uh, Ryan wrote, wrote a great article the other day. I'm going to try and write one. Uh, but for the time being, I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. And this was Parkmanship. <laughs>